Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Um, a happy Easter to all those that celebrate Easter, and also happy Sunday, whoever had a good Sunday. <laughs> whatever way it works, you know, whatever you want to do, however you celebrate, however you, whatever. Do, do what you got to do. But, um, happy, you know, happy, happy Monday to everyone. But with that, I would like to say where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, and anywhere you can find your podcast needs is where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nice Town Finest. And this is a good episode to, uh, we're just going to talk a little bit, we're going to get a little talking, might do a little reviewing, might do a little this, might do a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and a little, okay, alright, sorry, hold on, I got in a little bit song mode, that's on me, take full blame, that, you know, the, hey, look, man, I'm an 80s baby, you know, those type of songs, you know, we, we, we just get out, we, we've been born with sing-alongs and musicals and shit, and we're just gonna, this is what we do, alright, but I want to just do this message real quick. Um, you know, they always say that is lonely at the top, but have they been to the bottom? Do they understand what the bottom feels like? Because if you're going to tell me it's lonely at the top, then shit, man, the bottom must be desolate because ain't nobody going to be behind you when you're at your bottom. You only got like one or two people, real ones that will stick with you throughout the whole entire journey. And sometimes they including family, but not my, not my case, but you know, my, you know, I'm the favorite, but my thing is this, when people say that, when they say it's lonely at the top, it, to me, it feels like they're trying to deter you from getting to the top. No, 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 no. It's not lonely at the top. It's not, it really isn't. You have more people. You might, might have you might have to deal with snakes. You might have to deal with fake people. But it ain't that lonely. Especially if you keep the same group around you. The same group that's gonna tell you the truth. The same group that's not gonna lie to you and tell you, oh man, you're doing great. Or the same group that's gonna sit here and be like, yo, man, you know, maybe you should, you know, do something with your life. Maybe you should be better. Not the ones, the yes men. That's where it gets lonely. See, at the bottom, you're always going to have those people be like, man, you ain't never getting to the top. Man, it's lonely up there anyway. I don't know why you want to get there. Why you want to get to the top? Motherfucker, because I want to be the best at what I do. I want to be the best at everything, every fucking possible thing I can think of in this world. I want to be the greatest at it. And if I don't get there, I'm going to work my ass off to be as close as possible. So I'm just telling y'all, surround you yourself with not yes men, but real motherfuckers. Real ones that's going to sit here and tell you the truth. When you're down and out, they're going to tell you the truth. Yo, you fucking up. This is what you need to do. Oh, the ones that also will offer advice. Maybe, maybe not, maybe not the greatest advice sometimes, but they'll offer it to you. Maybe they'll show you a different road. Stop fucking listening to people that are really dick riding dick riders aren't your real friends they're the ones that saw you get to the top and they want to 
just fucking just ride those coattails until they can't no more. Until you get back to the bottom. And then you find out, for real, they weren't there in the first place. Real ones, you know who the real friends are. You know who your real people around you are. Because they're going to be the ones to tell you the fucking truth. And the truth hurts. You can't handle the truth sometimes. No lie. Sometimes I can't handle the truth. Sometimes I can't handle uh, criticism. Back in the day when I was a child. (laughs) But... You have to be able within yourself to bestow upon yourself and to understand that you got to be better than what you were yesterday. And then you got to be better than tomorrow. That's all it's about. And if you don't get that guidance now, then you ain't, you just never going to touch the top. The top's just going to, you're going to look at it and be like, oh, what? There's the top. The top looks pretty good, but I can't get there. Let me try to grab. Ah, nope. Nope. So I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all as as a true podcaster, as a true friend to you, as a true neighbor, surround yourself with those that's going to tell you the fucking truth. Surround yourself with those that when you do get there, they're still going to tell you, yo, you can do better. You can get better at all ways in life. And that's all. I, that's my message. That's my message for today. You know what I'm saying? It's just that that's all it's about. All right, let's get to some fucking reviews. I know, I knew I'm going to take like 10 minutes to talk about some random shit, but we got some uh, we got some pretty good reviews going in today. All right, so first of all, I got to watch the season, I got to watch season five, the final season of Queen of the South. It was a great season. Uh, it was a really good, look, on the sneak, this is one of the best shows on TV, like in modern day TV right now, like since like Breaking Bad and stuff like that. I watch a lot of drug dealer shit, man. How come... Okay, first of all, before I start on this, how come every... Like, some of the greatest TV shows of all time, why are they all based around drugs? Hold on. I know you guys are like, what? What are you talking about? All right, I know some of you are going to say Sopranos. That's some illegal-ass shit. They also sold drugs at one point. The Wire, literally about crack in Baltimore. Breaking Bad, meth. It was about meth. And then now, to me, I think that uh, Snowfall, Power, um, and also Queen of the South are some of the greatest TV shows of all time. What were they about? Drugs. You got a queen pen. You got crack. You got cocaine. You got weed. You got all of it. How come all the greatest shows on TV are about drugs? Like, literally drug dealing. I've never... I'm just like... I started thinking about it on a drive one day, and I was just like, shit, they really are about drugs. Like, the best TV shows have just straight drug-dealing content, and I'm here for it. I'm wondering if it's like, to me, I think because these things can actually, I mean, these things have happened, and these things can actually happen in reality. Like, you know, seeing somebody, seeing a drug kingpin, for example. We know drug kingpins. We've watched TV. If you haven't watched Gangland, you're tripping. If you haven't watched YouTube and some of their content, I don't know why, but I've been really into this shit lately. And it's just like, I'm just sitting here watching, reading and shit like that. I'm just like, fuck, man. There's a lot of shit I don't know. But, you know, also I live vicariously through drug dealers. But that's just me. That's just me. That's me. It is all me. But Queen of the South, season five ending was a great button to a great series 
five seasons and we're done. That, that You know what? That That's great. You know how long Breaking Bad was? I think Breaking Bad was also only five seasons. They didn't fuck it up and try to do more. Now, if they want to, they could have a nice little Queen of the South universe. They could have with a few people, but it seems like now there's only one really possible spinoff that you can have from it, and you know they're going to fucking shoehorn a spinoff. Watch. Next couple weeks, they're going to be like, yeah, well, there's a spinoff for uh, Queen of the South. Watch. I'm telling y'all, this was going to happen. But I thought they did an amazing job with this show. I loved every second of it. There, There really wasn't a slow show. I mean, well, season four could have been a little bit better. I will say that. I won't say it was perfect, but I'll say season four probably was my down season. Um, especially when, once they started going to um, New Orleans and stuff like that. I was like, ah, this might be getting a little slow for me. All right. And then they picked shit right back up in this season. It's just, it was it was very, very, very well done. Um, if you guys do get a chance, definitely watch um, Queen of the South. It's definitely well worth watching. Uh, well worth watching. What is going on here? Oh, my goodness. We got it. Okay. I, I don't know why things are popping up. I hate that I upgraded my computer because now I'm getting all this random shit coming onto my stuff. And I'm like, I just want shit to work. That's all I want to do. I just want to. I just want my computer to work like it's supposed to work and do what it's supposed to do. So I don't have to fuck anybody up. You know, that's it's just I, I don't want to be violent. Why would I want to be violent? You know, why that? But um, I definitely, definitely heavily advise um, everyone to watch Queen of the South. All right, Halo. Halo, um, is it's starting to pick up a little bit. I, I, I have my reservations. I and then they finally like corrected it. Um, but the first three episodes right now so far, great show. I mean, it, it's it's really we're diving into background stories and stuff like that. If you don't understand, like, not every show is going to come out guns blazing like Halo did in the first like 15 minutes but i will also say that now we're at that point of a tv show like the beginning part where we do need to kind of have a background information about you know the main character and also the background information really about the world itself of halo and we're starting to get that a little bit we're, we're getting that for these first couple episodes um hopefully it picks back up with some a little bit more action and stuff uh probably later on I, I truly think, like, it, it's sad because I think that, like, Marvel Comics, like, all these Marvel movies that came out and all the heavy action and stuff like that, I I truly think it's really done a detriment to other shows, like, trying to build their shit. Or, I mean, like, other shows and also other, you know, movies. Because as I'm seeing people's reaction from Bat from the Batman, they're mad that it wasn't a lot of fighting. They're mad that it wasn't... It's supposed to be a... Film new, it's supposed to be a crime noir. It's supposed to be like L.A. noir type detective movie. Because guess what? Batman in DC Comics means detective comics. He is the world's greatest detective. And it went back to those roots. Now, <laughs> you know, I think that that's what Halo kind of went to. They, they they went heavy action first episode. Now they, they kind of scaled it back to where we're going to start building up this legend, the all this stuff behind Master Chief. Um, I think they're doing their own spin on Halo. Like, they're not going by the video games. Just like a lot of people were upset about Cowboy Bebop, how they didn't go by the story, some of the storylines, how they changed up a few things here and there. 
in my opinion, you can't, if they did it panel by panel from each Halo video game or fucking, uh, like I said, uh, Cowboy Bebop, it, it's a tough, it, you, you'll even, you know, you're still going to get critics. You're still going to get people sitting here and say, well, I mean, well, let's be real. Uh, when we had the storyline on cartoon or in the movie, it was way better done. And this, that, and the third. No matter what, just going to be bitching. But I think it's the better way to go is to make your own story. And, and I know people were like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of nervous because he never played a Halo game. Good. Uh, it's good. He, he's making his own story. Now this is his own thing. Just like, um, and then another thing before I go on, Pedro Pascal. He's supposed to be playing Joel. And uh, the Last of Us movie, I mean, Last of Us TV show, supposed to be coming out on HBO. He said, yo, it's going to be, it's a healthy distance from the video game. As it should be. You're a real person. You know, Joel's a, a video game character. You know, he's not a real person. You know, he could be, could be a real guy. But in my opinion, like, I feel like when they make their own storyline, when they don't try to follow classic stuff, like, you when whenever you make it your own that's when you have creative freedom you don't want you to get stuck in a box of like oh i gotta make sure the story's like this because if i change it just a little bit now i'm fucked you know now it's gonna fuck up the whole story if i do this thing okay you make your own story now you have your own storyline now this is yours this is your baby you know it wasn't called halo the video game tv show it's called halo so that's what the fuck they're gonna do they're gonna do halo and then um you know I, i'm very excited to see where they go with this i like it you know i like it the, the, you know what here's the pro here's where everybody doesn't understand game of thrones was going by the books for how many seasons and then you know when game of thrones to people some people some you know people that want to bitch about shit but you see when game of thrones kind of had their little fall off it's when they started diverting from the book books, when they started off doing the books and then they divert from doing the books. It was like, oh shit, okay, this is this could be a problem. That's where we're at. That's where we're at in history right now for in TV shows. Like whenever you make your own video game content or anything like that, make your own story. It's your story. Now, not every video game needs to be adapted into a fucking movie. Let's be real. What are you going to do with Minecraft? Why is Jason Momoa playing the main character in fucking Minecraft? What story are you going to do with that? I know, I understand you guys are like, what? You just talked about, but Minecraft has nothing. I mean, and I mean nothing. There's no storyline behind Minecraft, period, in the story. There's nothing. All it is is breaking shit and building shit and then having to hide from creepers. That's literally all it is. They're trying to capitalize on video game content and that not everything is built. Why would you make that fucking, why would you make the movie? Why is this movie being made? You know what I'm saying? Why, why, why are we doing this? Why, why is this a thing? We're making a Minecraft movie? Seriously? Come on, man. Come on, dog. What are we doing? Look, this, ugh, I'm so mad. Okay. Regroup, Andrew. All right, we regrouped. All right, so uh, another show, a very popular show that I've been hearing about. It's called Ghost. Um, It's about this this couple that um buys this. No, no, they don't buy the house. I'm sorry. What the fuck is going on here? Um, They don't buy the house. Hold on. What do they do? 
they um the uh the girls the wife's grandmother passes away and they inherit a house that has ghosts in it and one day she gets um something happens and now they're able to see ghosts inside their house and it's like you know maybe five or six of them and you know you, it's a very good comedy series um day by day is a different story and um i i, I truly enjoy this this show it's nice 30 minutes it's on paramount um i think it's also on cbs i think they they premiere on cbs most of the time but i think cbs is really like the smartest thing they could have did was have the paramount network i mean paramount plus that was the smartest thing they could have did because you have picard you have star trek star trek discovery you also have shows like mayor of kingstown you also have these shows like ghost where you can go and you can binge it and, and it, it's a fantastic you find out this is a great show you have halo pretty good show you know there's a lot of things that you can do with this and i'm very excited to see because i never really thought about ever watching a cbs show like i've watched that by accident like say like if i they're really really desperate for a tv show <laughs> Like one day I just watched two broke girls for like three, four hours. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? This shit lasted how long? Goodness gracious. But it was actually pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie, it was actually pretty good. I ain't gonna yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I I'll watch it again at one point in life. But see, you know, it, it whatever. That's where by the way, this is where Supergirl started too, and then CW kind of got the rights and everything. Cool. Alright. Um yeah, man, I, I, I truly enjoy this show. I think it's very funny. It's called Ghost. Um, it's on Paramount Plus once again. If you guys get a chance, definitely go check it out. I think you guys will like it. Um, it um, all right, going to talk a little bit of sports real quick. Um, first of all, rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. Um, got He passed away while walking across the street, walking across a highway, and got hit by a dump truck shit man it's that's sad man that's that's just so it's so sad to hear that from a guy that's 24 years old i think he just got married all the rest of it. it's just a it's a sad situation man um also gilbert Gottfried passed away um if you guys don't know that's iago from um from uh aladdin that's my that's literally my and also i think he was in um not don't be a menace what the fuck dennis the menace was he in dennis the menace i might be wrong uh, he was in one of those kid movies. Um, Problem Child. He was in Problem Child. That's what it was. He was in Problem Child with John Ritter. That's what it was. Yes, got it. Gilbert Godfrey, um, comedy legend. Great, great. Um, he was a great interview when I heard one of my final times listening to Joe Rogan podcast. He was a very good interview to listen to. Um, and you know, rest in peace to him. Uh, also, yeah, man. It, it's just it's been a really crazy year. I mean, we lost Bob Saget. Gilbert Godfrey? There was one more, right? I might be wrong. Uh oh, there was one more comedy legend that passed away. My bad. I was my mind is just everywhere right now. Um, so this in the Bob Saget one is kind of his case is a little interesting. It's a little interesting. I'm not gonna talk about it here, but his his case is a little little weird. I'm not even gonna lie. Like if you guys go back and watch, I mean go read some of the shit about Bob Saget, you start to think like, mm, something's a little fishy, it's a little fishy, I'm just going to put it out there, it's a little fishy, but um, going back to Dwayne Haskins, man, 24-year-old guy, um, I I thought he had a really good chance of becoming the starter this year for Pittsburgh, even though they got Mitchell Trubisky, 
you know, um, it's just one of those sad cases. I know people are going to sit here and say maybe he was on, maybe he has CTE, maybe he has this. I, I don't know. We don't know. We just know that a young man was lost, you know, who had a bright future ahead of him. Um, it seemed like he finally, you know, finally matured enough to go and become the starter. Like, you, you spend a year behind Ben Roethlisberger, which, you know, we all know Ben Roethlisberger's, you know, troubled past. But as an older man, you know, he probably was able to sit him, calm him down a little bit, you know, and it was his time. But, um, you know, it just sucks, man. This is really sad to, to know, you know, the potential he had and not just being, you know, a great player, but also, you know, he he's about to start a family with he just got a wife. He just he, he just got married. I think I, I'm pretty sure he just got married. I, I, I know I read somewhere, but, um, you know, hopefully I'm not wrong about that. No, I really hope I'm not wrong. about. It. I probably should have known straight up. And yeah, uh, I, it's sad. It's sad. You know, um, I, like I mean, it just brings the story up with me where where <laughs> these guys were jumping over. And this is in Jersey um, in in New Jersey. There are turnpikes, not turn. Well, yeah, they're kind of highways. And, you know, people, kids like if you don't want to go over the bridge, which is the safe route to do is a longer it's a longer walk. But if you don't want to go over the bridge, you run across the, the highway and jump over barriers. Well, one day we saw these three guys doing this, doing this, doing practically doing the race. Uh, they got through the first little barrier and then. One guy, like everybody else got through except for one guy. And he didn't get through because a Pepsi truck was the thing that hit him. It didn't look like it hit him hard, but it hit him good enough to, I don't know what happened afterwards. I still don't know to this day. Um, If anybody, I don't know the information behind it. It was on the New Jersey Turnpike and fucking, ah, fuck. I don't think it's Turnpike. I think it's Black Horse. Hold on, I, I can't remember. It's off of Pen, it's in Pensalkin. Anybody lives in Pensalkin by Terrace Avenue, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but you would see. I, I saw this dude just get hit by a truck and not get back up. So just to know that I've seen that in person, and then to know possibly what happened with Dwayne Askins, I'm like, fuck, that's a fucked up situation. Now I don't think the Pepsi truck. No, Pepsi truck didn't go over him. All I saw was him hit the truck and fly back. And the truck stopped right there. So that's, that's the only thing I really remember. But um, it, it's just sad, man, to know that situation happened. And, um, you know, I pray for his, you know, my condolences to his family. Um, you know, I, I hope they get through this um, with all great, with all, everything, everything they can, man. I understand. I, I, I It's sad. So, um, yeah. Okay, let's go to uh, basketball. We're in the NBA playoffs right now. So far, the Sixers are up 2-0 against the Toronto Raptors. Nick Nurse is acting like a little bitch, um, crying every 10 seconds about fouls. He's like, oh, Joel Embiid has so many fouls. All right, I did look at the free throw discrepancy between the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. I can kind of see where he's got to get pissed off. But at the same time, stop hacking. Stop hacking. All right? So you, maybe if y'all don't hack, 
y'all won't get that many fouls. I'm just putting it out there. I don't know. I don't know how basketball works, but um, uh, and they also finally called the carry call on um, on the Toronto Raptors because you know Kawhi Leonard carried the fucking ball and also traveled all on the same fucking play before he hit the infamous 15 bounces and go in and get to the conference finals because the Sixers about to go and blow their asses the fuck out in that overtime. I'm telling you, that was, that, that, if, I'm telling you, the Sixers got fucked on that one. Just put it out there, just gonna put it out there, but that, that's the pass, that's the pass, but this, this playoff seems a little bit more, some games have seemed a little bit more physical, um, and also congratulations one more time to, uh, one, oh yeah, by the way, congratulations to Marcus Smart for being the first guard since Gary the Glove Payton to win the Defensive Player of the Year award. Now, this award normally goes to, um, who do they normally go to? Centers and forwards, like threes and power forwards. Like, really, the big men get this award. But to know that, you know, Marcus Smart has done everything. Like, this is like, he's been a perennial, like, first-team all-defensive player for a very long time. And what's weird is, is that in college, that's not what he was. Marcus Smart was Marcus Smart was a scorer in college, like at Oklahoma State, he was a fucking problem. But he's a great defender in the NBA right now. Um, very active, and you know, he, he kind of does the whole floppy flop type shit. But he's still a pretty very great defender. Him and Patrick Beverly kind of have the same little mentality. Um, he might be a little bit bigger. I think he's a little bit bigger than him. But Congratulations to Marcus Moore, nevertheless. He's the third guard in history. No, I'm sorry. For the third guard in 30 years to win a Defensive Player of the Year award. Do you know who the other guard is? Okay, it was Michael Jordan. Is the other guard that won Defensive Player of the Year. By the way, LeBron James has never won Defensive Player of the Year, and also Michael Jordan six and zero in the finals. Everybody can shut the fuck up. All right, all right, there we go. Next, um, uh, yeah, the NBA playoffs is really starting to get going. The best time of the year for the NBA. Also, the uh, MLB has started. Of course, the Phillies have started slow as per fucking usual. Um. You know, just the way, way it rolls in Philadelphia sometimes. You know, you have really good teams. You have really bad teams, like the Flyers. We're not going to talk about Philadelphia sports, though. We're not going to do all that. Uh, the NFL draft is coming up very, very soon. Um, hopefully, Howie Roseman does not fuck it up as he normally does. Um, you know, Jalen Rager, Justin Jefferson, I don't know. J.J. I think a white side over fucking D.K. Mack. We're just, I don't know why, but it seems like he's trying to right his wrongs, trying to get one of those players uh, i don't know i don't know I, I don't i don't ask questions um i'm also seeing on twitter just in case people want uh, just the last last little bit um aj brown's starting to have a little tension apparently now all of a sudden there's a narrative saying that he's a bad teammate and he put on twitter oh now the narrative's a bad teammate okay niggas okay that's how we playing it okay all right okay that's how we're gonna do it let's do this but um, yeah, so we're going to look very close in that situation because he could be an eagle if it comes down to it. Healthy A.J. Brown with Devontae Smith? Uh, yes, please. Um, yeah, please. Um, and then, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is actually a 
adequate fucking quarterback. But uh, we're, we're not going to go. We're, hey, hey, I understand we made the playoffs. We played against bad teams. Um, So I just like to say this. I want to say I love you guys. Um, I want to say that, yo, we're getting this podcast to the top. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing everything possible for now on to get this motherfucker to the top. Also, nextly, um, I'm hoping that I get very good news from the pot from the um from the comic cast podcast partnership um yeah partnership yeah i think it's the partnership program partnership program there we go damn words escape me um i really hope i get some really good news from it i just i i really want to be a part of this i, I love i love going to comic palooza every year did i say comic cast i meant to say comic palooza i've been on i've been a guest on comic cast Sorry, sorry, Jung and and Michael. I'm so my bad. <laughs> if I did say Comic Cast, my fault. That I love being a part of their show. I'm talking about Comic Palooza. I love going. I also once again, I do love being part of Comic Cast. Do like the nerd out. We need to nerd out some uh, sometime very soon. But I'm talking about Comic Palooza. Uh, I I've been to Comic Palooza almost every single year. I've been to Comic Con when it was the amazing Comic Con. I went I, like when I found out that we had those in Houston. I went. I go there every year. I love going to them. I just love walking around, seeing people in cosplay, seeing people just nerding the fuck out, cosplaying, um, playing board tabletop board games. I'm watching people play Risk and fucking um D and D. Like they're having D and D campaigns inside Comic Con inside of this room. And then uh, one year, um, two years ago. Three years ago now? Damn, it's been three years. Three years ago, they had an esports um tournament. I think it was it wasn't League of Legends. I forgot what it was. I think it was a fighting game tournament. It was something like that. But at Comapalooza, you know, they had their own little esports little area. Man, I, I'm just I'm hyped about it. I really hope they go back to doing that again. Um, I'm starting to see that they're trying to lock down people again with this COVID shit. Um, hey, guess what? You know, we got we got bigger shit to deal with. And um, can we? I thought we were done. I thought we were out of this. I thought the woods. I thought the woods were gone. I thought we burnt down those woods and made our way to the fucking street. Um, you know, with our cars. You know, I, I really thought that was the case. But now, all of a sudden, this is the fucking. We're we're back here, almost back to square one. Philadelphia has done a mask mandate again, the indoor mask mandate, and fucking um 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 airports now push back the whole not wearing wearing a mask shit inside the airport. Like, what the fuck, man? Get, what? What? How much do y'all need to lock us the fuck down? Huh? How much? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I thought, I thought we were done. I thought this was it. No, we're still here. We're still fucking here. Hopefully this doesn't get me flagged, but it probably will, because I don't give a fuck. Um, but I want to say, once again, I love all of you. I hope all of you enjoy your trips and, and dips. And I hope, really, y'all had all the Cadbury eggs that you can fucking handle. Uh, my brother, this this um inst- I mean this Easter decided to make his famous uh to me his famous burnt ends, um and I feel like he needs to be nominated. He needs to be recognized for those fucking burnt ends, okay? Because them motherfuckers were delicious. I'm just letting you guys know when he brought them motherfucker when he brought them bad boys out. Hold on, hold on. I'm a, let me let me let me explain some shit to you. Okay, when he brought these bad boys out right here, and he had the barbecue sauce all like looking good on them and then you put that pop that motherfucker in your mouth there's an explosion of flavor oh shit I just spit everywhere oh that's nasty there's an explosion of flavor 
that just and it's like yeah you know you have like a moment where you kind of orgasm a little bit but you don't orgasm i don't want him to think that just you have like a little bit of a when you get to that moment and then it's just like what the fuck that shit was fucking amazing that's all i can say that's all i want to say you know what i'm saying that's his that's his recipe not mine um i don't have a recipe for it but i will continue to have the, the whatever he makes with that 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 right there that right there and then that that right there oh oh yeah oh oh yeah bit burnt ends uh are fantastic i don't even fuck what anybody tells me now ask me what a burnt end is i don't fucking know i just can tell you it's how about this i'll tell you what it is it's fucking amazing that's what it is it's amazing it's delicious it's scrumbly delicious it's whatever way you want to say that this food item is it's the fuck it is all right okay it's like i don't know i don't know it's like you know jesus was resurrected and he said hey you gotta make them burst ends bro you know what i'm saying that brought me back they brought him back that's all I'm saying. I feel like Jesus came back and started eating those burnt ends. That's how good those burnt ends was. Mm, what the fuck? Okay, my bad. I got got a little carried away with it. Oh my gosh, the butt. Golly, that shit's on my mind. Ah, man, that uh, man. I can talk about food for another thirty minutes if that comes down to it. Like some what? And then my mom makes these. Uh, they makes um. I she ain't make them this time, but she makes a uh, macaroni salad. Let me tell you something, y'all. All right. Listen, listen to me. Macaroni salad? What? What? I had whole colleges wanting to eat that damn macaroni salad. And guess what? I lost my little container thing that I had for it. I was so upset. I didn't know where it was. I lost it. I, I was so hurt. I was hurt. But at the same time, I was like, hey, yo, I destroyed some macaroni salad. And I got the fuck right now. It was delicious. I, I definitely, definitely enjoyed myself. All right. Um, also, you know, I could, I could do a little bit of things in the kitchen. You know, I do a little whipping up, whipping up. You know what I'm saying? I could do a little whipping up, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't like to, you know, show my skills out that much. I'd rather other people do it, you know, because me, myself, me cooking for others is very difficult because I want to eat my shit the way I like it. And then I don't know how others are going to like the way I cook things. So when I make like this thing called a ham and cheese pie, yeah, we're talking about food right now. So when I make this thing called a ham and cheese pie, Okay, you put some ham. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all how to do this. No, I'm not, cause it's a motherfucking secret. But you make it with croissant rolls. Just put it out there. You put make them with rolls. But let me tell you something. Look, I make some ham and cheese pie. Make it real fucking cheesy. Oh! I'll brine the I'll brine the uh the ham. I'll brine the ham with the cheese, and then the fucking cheese just you know gets the flavor of the ham, and the ham gets the flavor of the cheese, and then we just fucking eat the shit. It's amazing. It's amazing. I just, I don't know. I don't know how it really molds. I don't know how to explain it properly to y'all to how great this food is, okay? I don't know how to explain it to y'all. You just have to try it yourselves, you know? You know, I'm just letting y'all know just what he does, you know? This is what we do. You know, we, we whip it up, you know what I'm saying? We like to whip it up up in this motherfucker. That's what we do. We just whip it up, all right? I know. All right, so it's been 30. All right, cool. I'm been thinking about food now. Now I'm hungry again. Um, no, nah, but I would like to say, first of all, um, hopefully everybody had a great, um, Easter. Hopefully you guys had a great, hopefully if you did have a three day weekend. Um, also one more thing. Do these kids not go to school anymore? I just thought about this shit. 
So, where I live, I'm not going to say exactly where I live, but where I live, um, the past couple weeks, I'm going to say this past couple weeks, they were out of school, I think, Good Friday and Monday after Easter. That's, this is this week. Last week, it was a teacher holiday. The week before that, I, I mean, it was a teacher holiday. I think it was Thursday and Friday at this, you know, at, at the schools. I might be wrong. I might be, my timeline's going to be off. But also, the week, maybe two weeks before that, it was spring break. The fuck? Do they not go to school anymore? Is that, like, not a thing? Is that, like, I remember going to school for Good Friday and also the Monday after Easter. I, teacher work day or teacher holiday. Teacher work day. That was our thing. Our day was a teacher work day. Their thing is a teacher holiday. I need to become a teacher. That's what I think that's what the problem is. I'm not a teacher and I need to figure this out. You know, I need to figure out the educational system because this is crazy. I thought they are never in school. They're never at school. <coughs> They're never in school. I don't know if it's because of COVID and they just said, all right, well, we're going to try to make it. We're going to try to make more holidays for the kids or they just like, nah, we're just not going to do that. Because you got to think about it. Half the year, half of the year you're at school. It's hundred. Normally, if you like for me um, back in the day, I know it was 180 days for school. So I don't fucking know. I don't make the rules. I just follow, them, you know, and also it makes for very, very good traffic because these parents do not know how to wait in line for their children without blocking the whole entire street. And also, I don't have to drive 20 miles per hour while inside of neighborhoods so my black ass can, you know, be on time to work for for a change. So, <laughs> you know, there's just some things. Some things are just never going to change. <laughs> but I would like to say uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Cruising Podcast. Um, I would also love to tell you guys, man, I love you guys. Um, I'm going to do this a lot more often. I promise. I know I keep promising this shit. But I got very fucking sick last week. Um, fucking allergies decided to kick my ass. And I went to sleep a lot earlier than most times. So this is like, you know, I'm trying to get it, um, trying to get back on schedule. Um, my allergies is like, when allergy season hits, that's that's Andrew Cruz shutdown time. And uh, yeah, uh, but where you can follow the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, and where you, where you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast. Also on Twitter at Nightstown Finest. And with that, I want to say I love you guys. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll catch you guys later. Deuces.